0: Thank you so much for being here again. I am Sandy Waters and this is Neighbors in Need and we have Balanced Life Health Coaching Lori Nolan with us. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> I'm all like, da, 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 da. good morning. The calming voice of Lori Nolan. Okay, I want to get right into it because we have so much to cover in 15 minutes. We're going to help you navigate the farmer's market, but before we get there, We have all done it, right? We have all said it. Ah, later. I will start eating better later. And then we start making excuses of why we can't do it now. Well, you know what? It's expensive to buy healthy. So let me wait for my next paycheck or next month or whatever excuses that we come up with. What is the real reason why that we're coming up with all these excuses based on your experience and all your clients that you've you've seen?
1: Um, well, I, I, one of the biggest struggles is, um, our fast paced life. Everybody wants everything quick, easy right now. Yeah. So that, that's a, a real thing. Um, you know, I'm going to stop by Wegmans, grab a take home dinner. I'm going to go through the drive thru I'll get a salad. Um, you know, just the grab and go type of stuff. Cause we're all on the fly.
0: Well, our days are jam packed. I mean, when do you have time to feed the kids when you run in here and there? Yeah. The, the pro- well,
1: backing up a little bit, the problem with all that is, you know, why we all say later is because a lot of folks are kind of addicted to this kind of food and they don't even realize it. Mm. Um, there's additives in the food that keep them going back for more. And so it just becomes this habit and this way of life. And then you put the, 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 the busy schedules out there. And now your kids are kind of addicted to these additives that are in these foods. And it's just one big, crazy mess. So um, when I work with my clients, we start taking some baby steps. You can't okay. just jump in the deep end with making changes. It just doesn't work that way. And I don't put people on diets. Um, it doesn't work. I mean, if, if if you need to lose 20 pounds for a wedding in two months, okay, that we can make that happen. But do you want to keep it off and make sustainable changes? So, you know, it's not the people really aren't motivated. It's they are. It's just why can they not do it?
0: Yeah, yeah. What foods should we completely stay away from and why? Great question.
1: And it <laughs> is those processed foods. Again, I say because... There's nothing good for you in them. They're, you know, um, their shelf life is so long. There's so many preservatives, so many additives. I, I wrote out the word additive, and it almost looks like addict, addictive. It is. They, you know, and it's been a proven fact that food manufacturers they hire addiction specialists to put certain preservatives like MSG, for example, hidden in so much food under so many different names like yeast extract and just other different names that are shown to actually addict you to wanting more of it.
0: Is it more addictive to our kids too? Then because their brains are yet to fully develop. Is it more of yes a struggle for them to?
1: Absolutely. And once you turn those little taste buds on and then marketing is so clever, like when you go into the stores and I've seen these undercover videos, I've seen all this stuff where they put certain things at eye level for children yeah, it's oh, sure. just it's just a, it's just a pull right to them. And mommy, my little I got to have for
0: us because we're both Absolutely. short.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. For us under <laughs>
0: our just five foot little people. It's yes. my excuse. That, Me too. Add that to my list of excuses <laughs> of why I'm going to do it later. Because oh, I'm a little person. I see when, all the fun stuff when I become fully grown. Maybe then I will. Um, OK, so what a lot of us say and what I have said, I've been guilty of this. Uh, they're just kids. Right. If I if I don't allow any junk food in the because this is a battle with my husband and I frequently. If I don't allow any junk food in the house, well, then they're going to gorge and binge eat when they're at a friend's house or later in life when they live on their own. They're going to be like, oh, this is what mom took away
1: from me. That's a really interesting point. So when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to have sugar. My mom never had sugar in the house. She gave me little boxes of sun made raisins and said it was candy. And that's what I thought was candy. Oh. And you'd think that me and my brother would have grown up going to a friend's house and binging. I didn't. Really? Never. Because that stuff was like, ugh, to me. Like, oh, it's too sweet. I never liked candy. I never liked soda. She didn't give us Kool-Aid. I mean, thank God. I thank her to this day, you know, that I don't have that sugar addiction. But I don't know. Some kids do go and they binge or they, they, you know, it's hard to say because the food back then was different than it is now. That's true. There is so many more addictive chemicals in this food and these kids are just craving it. So back to the battle of the of the parentals. Right. So, um, you know, and I again, I say kind of like moderation, like how do you give somebody a little bit of poison, a little bit of junk? You know, but when your kids are teenagers, how do you, when you want to make, you know, start fresh, how do you flush everything out of the house? You can't, you have to crowd it out. Does okay. that make sense?
0: So what foods do we need to bring in to kind of push the the bad ones out? So
1: if we're talking about snacks and I get this cause I, I deal with some adolescents, I have some teenagers that are very into wanting to do things differently. Um, instead of eating Doritos, maybe have some more whole grain, better type Chips, like uh, Trader Joe's, like some quinoa chips, dip it in some salsa. Um, They make those cute little Sabra pretzels with hummus dip. I mean, just start introducing that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. versus a bag of Cheetos.
0: Okay. Okay. Are there any foods that we should definitely have in our fridge? Oh, I have an entire
1: food document that (laughs) I give
0: my clients. I'm like, here are staples.
1: Because when people want to start eating well, they don't know where to start. And I said, if it's not in your house, you can't do it. Yeah. So it needs to be in there. So, I mean, always veggies cut up. I mean, I think I had a post on Facebook or on Instagram, I don't know, the other day, and it was literally 15 minutes it took me to soak some veggies, cut them up, and bag them to go. Snack. You know, so it's just being mindful of making some better choices. I mean, okay. instead of having like a bag of Doritos or Cheetos sitting there, have some snacks and your kids are going to be like, ugh, you know, but little by little. Just say, just have it just this one snack. You know, just try it this once. Vegetables? Yes, Air Pop popcorn is fabulous. I'm a big fan of Air Pop. If you can tolerate eating corn, a lot of people have an allergy to corn. But if you can, Air Popped, um, you know, kind of stave off the butter and all the crummy stuff on there. But yeah, Air Pop popcorn for the kids is really great. Like I said, hummus, they actually make... Snickerdoodle hummus, if you can Mm. believe that, which, if you have like a little sweet tinge or something, you need something sweet, just take a little snickerdoodle hummus,
0: okay? Mm -hmm. Fruit. See, the struggle though with a lot of this food, and again, here comes another excuse the shelf. Well, yeah, you just said if the shelf life is long, it's not good for you. But gosh, how many berries am I going to throw out at the end of the week? It drives me crazy. You eat them. Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you eat them, you don't throw them out, okay? Yeah. Salad. Salad's another one. Eh, You know what? I'd rather take a handful of greens and mix it in with a bowl of brown rice and or, you know, like have a nice baked potato. And, you know, I mean, I'm I don't I don't preach any one certain way, but I've seen there is one certain way that seems to universally work for people. And that is just eating more whole foods and make it more plant based. I'm not saying you have to give up, you know, um, but if it's whole food and it's plant based, it's not processed and it's really simple and people think their grocery bill is going to go through the roof and it really doesn't. Cause I mean, eating stuff out of a box is expensive too. And going to the drive-thru is expensive too. So is
0: it true that when you're eating these whole foods, these natural foods, you fill up faster? Correct.
1: And that's another handout that I give people. I give them like a Uh, a handout and it shows like five different stomachs and what like on a 500 calorie basis, what 500 calories of like dairy looks like, oils look like, meat look like, and then vegetables and whole grains. Like you could get so full on only 500 calories with more vegetables and whole grains Mm. than you could say like a a milkshake and you're starving after. Do you know what I mean? So it's just kind of like a waste of, not that I promote counting calories or anything like that, but like you said, being full. So you're not always looking for that next snack. Yeah.
0: Or How do we tweak our mindset? Because that's really, I would assume where it starts, right? You have to look at food differently because right mm-hmm. now, a lot of us, especially you and me being Italian, and I know there's a lot of people listening who are very, you know, food is their culture. And that's, that's like the focus.
1: hmm yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's a great question again. And um, here in America and even Europe, I mean, you know, that's our thing, you know, like everything is centered around food. I don't okay. care where you go, what culture you're in, you know, it's, and it's good. And that's a good thing. But when you actually look at food for what its actual purpose is, and it isn't just to have family and bring together, it's actually fuel. So when you look at food as fuel, let's just say we're hungry right now and you know there's a vending machine. Okay, that's not food. That's just a snack because I think I'm hungry. But when you sit down and you actually like look at food, like if I saw like a Danish or something, I'm like, that's just not food. Mm-hmm. You can train your body to know what food really is. And it can be enjoyable with family and friends and celebration and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. You know okay. Yeah, because we all we we take a bite and we're like, oh, this spoonful of Nutella is divine. <laughs> you and your, your Nutella. <laughs> I think you've mentioned that three times. I'm going to you know note what? to self buy Sandy some Nutella. Every time you come in, I will make that seem. <laughs>
1: I love it. She example. likes Nutella.
0: <laughs> Got it. There you go. I don't have a problem with it. It's my go to. It's your jam, girl. It is. But okay, so instead of. Uh, you know, targeting those pleasure sensors of, oh, my God, this is heaven. Yeah. It's more of, is this food
1: providing fuel? I'd, I'd rather have you actually pop a piece of dark chocolate in your mouth to get that same dopamine rush and get some magnesium and
0: antioxidants and okay. suck on that dark chocolate
1: versus the Nutella.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so now how do we navigate the farmer's market? Which I don't know. Do they sell Nutella at the farmer's market? I'm not mm, sure. Honey, but honey. <laughs> <No. laughs> okay. No.
1: Um, navigating the farmer's market, uh, you know, so there's the public market here in Rochester and then there's various farmer's markets around. I'm I like the little farmer's markets because they're easier to navigate, easier to get to know the individual farmers. Um, The public market, yes, there are some individual farmers there, but they tend to be more wholesalers. They're not always farmers. So the general public doesn't know this. I didn't know this back in the day. I'm like, oh, bunch of farmers. Great. No, they're just a bunch of people that buy vegetables and then go resell them again. Oh, good point. So. Um, I like these small little farmer's markets. Um, The Brighton Farmer's Market is one of my all-time favorites. There's over 50 vendors there. Um, And, you know, I say to people, when you navigate it, ask them about their farm. Don't be afraid to talk to the farmers. They love to tell you about their farm. Ask them if you're buying vegetables and fruits, do they spray with pesticides? Because, you you know, um, this whole glyphosate, it's all the buzz right now. It's all the buzz. Um, (laughs) Everybody's starting to kind of, it's been in the news you know, Roundup. I mean, Costco is pulling Roundup off the shelf. Other places are pulling Roundup off the shelf because it's so bad for us, but we're we're drinking it, we're eating it. And um, farmers spray their crops with it. And so we have to be super careful. So ask the farmers if they spray. A lot of them use or, you know, like essential oils and things like that, which are totally fine. But we want to stay away from pesticides um, if you're buying meat at a farmer's market, there's a lot of awesome farmers that sell um, chickens and turkeys and, and beef. Um, ask them what their animals are eating. You know, you want to stay away from corn and soy and wheat. You you want more grass-fed beef and, you know, grass-finished and your chickens. And this is what farmers love to tell you. Oh, they roam around, they graze, they play and... They may even have pictures, you know, that's their livelihood. They love to talk about their farm. So and that's ask what questions. we want. Just the, the roam around playing. Roam around playing. You've, you've seen these awful pictures of yeah. these poor little chickens and coops. And it's who wants to eat that, you know? So, um, yeah, that's that's the way you really navigate the farmer's market is just ask a lot of questions. And, you know, those are the questions to ask. I didn't know back in the day. I've learned and I've learned that farmers really like to talk about their stuff what okay. they do it's their it's their whole career and their calling now how can we reach out to you to
0: find out more information and
1: kind of pick your brain a little bit sure um uh i'm on the social medias Lori nolan hc and it's balanced life health coaching on facebook um, Lori nolan on instagram on linkedin so definitely reach out to me it's Lori nolan hc at gmail and i will get right back to you
0: awesome thank you so much my pleasure